so that the Put life in the world yes. can be given so that the life in the world can be activated so that the work life in the world can be a reality and someone pray in the spirit someone pray in the spirit Lord, we thank you. In Jesus' name, we pray. Never fail me yet. Never fail me yet. Jesus Christ. Never fails me yet. There is one thing I know wherever I go, Jesus Christ. Never fail me. Oh, say like you mean it. Never fail. Jesus the Christ. Have your seat in God's presence. God bless you. How many of you are happy to be in God's presence? Can I see you wave your hands to Jesus? You are happy to be in God's presence? Alright, the Lord bless you. We understand, we begin a, a study by the help of the Holy Spirit in order that we will progress in the direction that God wants us to progress as His people in order that we will receive what the Lord has ordained for us as a church 
and as individuals in order that our destinies would make progress in the direction that God has ordained for us in order that we will not miss out of every blessing, provision, grace, abundance, testimony, visitation an encounter that the Lord has prepared for us in this season it is important that we understand the subject that we are about to and I want you to pay attention very well because this is one of the foundation pillars of your Christianity in fact it is described as what we are doing in church what we are doing in our relationship with God it can be simply described by this word what you're about to understand is very powerful if you don't have it you will not have a testimony if you don't have it you will not have an evidence that Christ is true if you don't have it your Christianity will not will not have that thing that is written there in that mission called the demonstration of what you will not have what is written there in that mission that is called the benefits of redemption you will not have access into anything that the Lord has provided for believers if you don't understand the subject that we are discussing and it is very important it is very powerful it is very essential because if a man must have access to God and have access to what God has prepared for us that man must sustain a workable knowledge of this scriptural principle that is speaking about faith are we together are we together are we together so now quickly this evening in the beginning series we are going to look at faith for answered prayers faith for answered prayers like a beginning course on the discourse called faith this is powerful because faith is the very nature of jesus whom we worship and you will understand that if you understand the nature of god it will require you to respond in a certain way because the Bible says in Revelation chapter 19 verse 11 and I saw heaven opened and behold a white horse and he that sat upon him was called faithful he that sat upon the horse was called what was called what faithful there is not an English word that you are supposed to just understand and when they ask is God faithful how many people here believe God is faithful can I see your hands uh-huh. it's not supposed to be an understanding it's supposed to be an inoculating experience faithful there means full of faith are you with me are you with me so he's full of faith and it has produced a nature in him and that nature is a nature that is trustworthy a nature that is consistent therefore we can now say that Jesus is what faithful he is full of faith and because he is full of faith we can see that in his life is consistent in the things that he promises it is first of all because he is full of faith that we can now call him what faithful the word faithful can be interpreted as trustworthy it can be interpreted as consistent 
But how did he arrive there? It is because his faith full, full of what? Faith. If you open to Revelation 22 verse 6, we are also told that he's faithful and true. And so, let's go quickly to Hebrews 11 verse 1. That's why I sang that song. That there is one thing I know wherever I go. That what? Can I hear you say it? The way you are saying it is not something that you are sure. There is one thing, there is one thing I know. Whenever and whatever the case is, Jesus Christ. So when you see Jesus appear to the church in Laodicea in Revelation chapter 3, verse 14, he decided to, he, out of many ways that he would have described himself. He said, Look at me. Eh? My my revelation to you as a church that is very necessary that you must sustain is that I am faithful and I am a true witness. So in your church in this season, it is required of us that we pay attention to the subject of faith. Are we together? Are we together? So Hebrews 11 verse 1, everyone let's read it together. What does it say? Yeah, to three. Uh-huh. For by it, elders obtain the good report. Through faith, we understand that the words were framed by the word of God so that things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. Verse 4. By faith, Abel offered unto God a more excellent sacrifice than Cain, by which he obtained what? Witness that he was righteous. God testifying of his gift and by it even though he is dead yet what verse 5 by faith Enoch was translated that he should not see death and was not found because God had translated him for before his translation he had this testimony that he did what please God verse 6 but without faith it is impossible to please God for he that cometh to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them and diligently seek. There are very diverse languages in that scripture. As long as this study will last, we are going to take all of our emphasis from Hebrews chapter 11. There are so many things that we can understand from Hebrews chapter 11 verse 1 to 6. You see that there in that scripture, many things are written before faith. In Hebrews chapter 11, we are told now faith. In Hebrews chapter uh, in verse 2, we are told by faith. In verse 3, we are told through faith. Verse 4, we return to what? By faith. And then verse 6, we go to what? Without faith. So the summary of a Christian experience is in that Hebrews 1 to 6. 
and then we'll just pick it one by one for as long as this study will last. And I want you to pay attention because I, I strongly believe one thing that is the, the word that I speak unto you, they are what spirit and they are life. John chapter 6, verse 63. If you want to understand why Jesus made that statement, you will, if you read preceding verses, you will discover that many people began to leave Jesus. Many disciples, they left church. They resigned from Jesus, the church that Jesus was moving with. And so, uh, he now asked Peter and said, why are you people still here? Many others have gone. Why are you still here? And Jesus said, to whom will we go? Peter said, to whom will we go? Thou hast the word of what? Eternal life. And Jesus told him, these words that I speak unto you, they are spirit. They are, in other words, you can hear words, but you receive spirits. Are you listening to what I'm saying? I mean, the preaching can't be going on right now, but what you are receiving is transformation in your inside. So I want you to pay attention to the word of God. Never underrate an, an opportunity to listen to God's word. A word can just be spoken and healings will take place. A word can just be spoken and salvation, deliverances. A word can be spoken and your if your faith is enough, if you can follow what is about to be communicated over these few um, services, you, you can listen to a teaching and receive every single one encounter you are trusting God for and nobody will have to lay hands on your head. Because the words are spirit. In Ezekiel 2 verse 2, he said, And then the spirit entered into me. When I heard him that spake unto me. So when you, you hear words, what you are receiving is spirit. And that's why Luke chapter 5 verse 12, the Bible says, And Jesus was teaching. And healing was taking place. People were healed diversely. But Jesus was teaching. But healing was taking place. It means therefore that meanwhile Jesus began to teach and to preach that the kingdom of God is at hand. He wasn't teaching on the subject of healing. He was teaching the kingdom. But people were receiving healing. If faith is, no matter the fact that faith is being communicated. If healing is what you are desiring seated down there, healing is what you receive. If you are trusting the Lord for open heavens, that's what you receive. If you are trusting the Lord for a miracle, that's what you receive. If you are trusting the Lord for open doors, financial abundance, that's what you receive. If you are trusting the Lord for, uh, for deliverance, if only you are connected to the word of God by faith, you receive it. Can you bow your heads in one minute and say, Lord, let my expectation not pass me by. That is even if you, are, if you even have an expectation. Can you pray that prayer? Pray in English, pray in English. Pray in English. I know, I know, I know you'll be moved to pray in tongues, but speak to him in your understanding. If I if you have an expectation, raise it to God. Raise it to God now. Raise it to God. 30 more seconds. So Father, the lives nobody sick under the sound of my voice is permitted to leave this place with that healing with that sickness whatever you've been experiencing since monday is suspended now whatever your occasion whatever the effect of whatever has been going on in your life some certain family oppressions some demonic oppressions in your compound where you are living they've been pressing you they've been oppressing you by the word of god tonight there's deliverance there's power imparted into your spirit and the glory of the Lord is revealed. Go ahead. You have 20 more seconds. 20 more seconds. 10 more seconds. Do you have an expectation? Are you trusting the Lord that in this month of June, it will be joy unlimited new exploits? Are you trusting the Lord for a testimony that will sound like an exploit as you say it? Go ahead and ask the Lord that even in this service, my faith is open, I can receive it. Be it unto you. According to your faith, as many as pray, expecting, may the Lord grant unto you your heart desires in the name of Jesus Christ. So pay attention. 
I never knew that it, this could be very challenging to teach. I have grown up, uh, spent the greater part of my life in a church that faith is emphasized. And so when this church to communicate this came, there are so many things that we available to be spoken about. But I really trusted the Lord in prayer that let it just be what he will, you will bless the people's life in this season. That will not just be speaking from wisdom of human words, but I will communicate God's agenda for the season. So I'm telling you that even my lips are concise. My heart is circumcised. My note is just a page, but I will, is, it is enough to cover for like four services. It means what I'm saying is that I'm not teaching from here. I try my best as much as possible to teach according to what the Spirit of the Lord wants you to hear. So pay attention. Hebrews 11 verse 1. Now faith is. Now faith is. Listen to me guys. Faith is a now force. Faith is a present force. That's the first thing I want you to ever believe. If you have faith for anything, it must be in the now. Now, it doesn't matter what your experience was. Now, when faith comes in, faith speaks of the present. A man that is full of faith will not be bothered about the past. Because when faith comes, it comes to change things in the now. So faith is a now force. Now, faith is. If indeed you are believing God, you can only believe God now. If it is God that you are believing. Now I'm going to show you something. Let's, let's stay with God. Now, faith is. There were many things that faith could be expressed as. But when it comes to faith, in other words, you can say faith is now. Faith is a now force. Faith is, faith is a present force. If faith is manifested, if it is faith that you have, it is not in the future. It is now. So, when praying, when should you believe? It is when? Now. Now. I'm, I'm, I, need, I need to make you believe what I'm saying. So, I'll stay there for a while. Now, faith is. Faith is now. Please, don't ever be deceived by telling yourself that I have prayed to God and I believe that God will do this thing for me. However, it will be, uh, I, I don't think it will be now. That's not faith. I know that I believe God that God will do this thing for me. But, okay, I'm trusting God for school fees. That the Lord will send school fees for me to pay my fees. But, let's just see, at least before late payment. That's not faith. That's human calculation. Because maybe your parents have told you that, let's see how this week will go. Or one of your uncles have already said, don't worry, I'll see what I can do next week. That's not faith in God. If it is faith, faith is now. Now, I pray you can... I, one of my prayers was that the Lord will, will break your heart so you can believe scriptures. When it comes to faith, it might challenge so many things that you have grown up with. But I won't speak anything that, I've not, that will not be in the Bible. If it is faith, faith is now. When are you believing God for that healing? Now. When are you believing God for a change of story? Now. Whatever prayer point you pray, if your, if your expectation is futuristic, it is not faith. It can be any other thing. 
if it is faith, if you are trusting God for a thing, for a deliverance, please now. Now, faith is. So faith is a present force. If I want to tell you now, how many of us have faith to be healed? And people raise their hands. And then I say, receive your healing now. How many of you believe you are healed? If you are postponing the healing, you didn't have faith. If faith is something you must practice, you must, by the grace of God, trust the Lord to inoculate you with faith that whenever you are faced with a circumstance or a challenge, you know that as long as you have prayed over this issue and when you want to receive it is when? Now. Now. Now, faith is. Faith is a now force. If God must answer that prayer, if your prayer must be mixed with faith in order for it to have effect, it is a now force. Now, faith is. Please, guys, God might be waiting to answer your prayer, but even though your mouth you are declaring that, God, I want you to do this for me, I want you to do this for me, one of the indicators that you have faith is when you know and you are convinced that concerning this thing that I'm praying right now, God can do it. Meanwhile, sometimes we can pray and our mind is not even in the prayer. Such that if they tap you and say, hello, after this thing that you are trusting God for, uh, when do you want God to do it? That's when you now say, uh, I don't know, God should do it now. No. If it is faith that you are trusting God for, the Bible says, now, faith is. Faith wasn't. Faith is not in the future. Faith is where you are. Faith, or concerning that situation, if it is faith, it is now. Mark 11, 23. The Bible says in Mark 11, 23 to 25, have faith in God. And in verse 24, he said, for very last, verse 23, for very last I say unto you, that whatsoever shall, whosoever shall say unto this mountain, be thou removed, and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe those things which he said shall come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he said. Verse 24. He said, Therefore I say unto you, what things soever ye desire, when ye pray, believe that ye do what? Receive them. And he shall do what? Let's stay here. When do you receive answers to your prayers? Guys, I need a chorus answer if I told you are following. When do you receive answers to your prayers? Eh? No, according to this scripture, when? When you do what? Is it when you, you fall down and then you feel electricity? Is it when hands are laid upon you? Oh, is it when you are you um you uh, the heavens are open and an angel comes down and appears before you? Is it when in a, is it when you come into a service? Is it when you join hands with someone and someone decrees over your life only? When do you receive answers to your prayers? You know the Bible is so important. Jesus is so intentional, so he had to address faith and made sure that he addressed the time component of faith. That you receive what you are praying for when you pray for it. Is it after you have prayed for it? Oh, guys, can you speak back to me? Is it after you have prayed for it? It is when you see faith is so important and so powerful that Christianity is called faith. Are we together? Are we together? You know, I made certain points when we started. 
faith is so powerful and relevant to the Christian life that Christianity, when they, when they want to speak, they say, what is your faith? Am I right? And you say, what? Christianity. Faith is so essential, number two, that you cannot receive anything from God outside the corridors of faith. He said, whatsoever things you desire, when you pray, believe. Believe that what you receive. Is it believe that you will receive? Are you with me? Are you with me? Believe that you have what? That thing that you're asking the Lord. When you pray, believe. It is when you believe that you have received it. That is when you will do what? Oh, that is when you will do what? You, have you seen why most times we pray and we don't have what we pray? Because the Bible says, when you pray, in that moment of prayer, believe that as soon as you ask the Lord for this thing, that he has given it to you. He said, if you practice that, you will have the thing. Ooh, if, you, if you can get faith, you will never have unanswered prayers. That's why in verse 23, he said, you will say to a mountain, be moved. I mean, that's practically a very impossible thing that we are speaking. I hope you know that that scripture was referring to a physical mountain. Are you with me? That scripture, yes, Jesus was referring to a physical mountain there. He was discussing with the disciples. And then they were going on the journey. If you read Mark 11 from verse 1. And then they were going on a journey. And then he now decided to pause and teach him on the subject of faith. And so he said, have you seen this mountain? Look at it. He said, but he said, shall say unto this mountain. There was an, a mountain or physically there. So what Jesus was speaking here was physical. It wasn't spiritual here. He was trying to say that even if, if you can grab the subject of faith, you will say to a mountain, relocate. And a physical mountain will shift. You will say to a building, relocate. That's, in other words, in, there is, that's like... <coughs> That's like the height of a desire. If if you can, what what God, what Jesus is saying there? If faith can make a physical monument to move, I, I, civil engineers, you know what it means to erect a building. Are you with me? That foundations are dug and then blocks are laid. And Jesus is saying here that you can say to a physical structure, be translated from here and be at that gate. He said the only condition will not be if you have been praying. The only condition will not be if you have been fasting. The only condition will not be the size of your anointing. The only condition will not be whether you hands have been laid on your head. He said if you believe. Now, this doesn't in any way negate any of the experiences, the discipline I just mentioned. Are you listening to what I'm saying? But each and everything in Christianity, as you grow in God, you realize that all of them have their place. When it comes to having desires met, prayer and fasting is not to give it to you, even though that's what that has been given to you. It is to produce faith in you. Are you getting what I'm saying? I wish you believe me. Are you getting what I'm saying? So the reasons we add fasting to our prayers in order to receive the expectations that we have of God is not because the thing was bigger than God. So fasting is now what made us have more power to have it. It's just that we have believed that if we add fasting to this prayer, we are going to have our request. And the design here is upon the word what? Believe. So if fasting helped you 
to believe. Meanwhile, another person will go to a pastor to pray because why he believes that once a pastor joins faith with his faith, then that is when he will believe. So Jesus is saying in summary that whenever you believe concerning that subject matter, that is when you will have. So when you find us fast and pray, it is to take us to which place? Believing. Faith. When it takes us to believing, that's why we see the miracles. What I'm trying to say is this. That even if you pray and fast, if you don't get to the point of believing, it will not happen. That's, that's, the, that's the way I'm going to. Are you listening to what I'm saying? Ooh, am I, are you with me this evening? So, faith, it says, when you believe, when you pray, and you pray believing. So, therefore, this means that if we pray prayer, and then we don't believe, it, the duration of the prayer doesn't matter. The loudness of our voice is not relevant. The thing that gives our prayer power is that we've added a believing component. Because most times, I want you to begin to investigate your prayer life now. So most times as you pray, do, do you believe? Can you do that for me? Can you investigate your prayer life? Do you believe? Do you always, do you always pay a space in your heart to believe? That, oh, I've been groaning in tongues for three hours now. Do I believe that I'm receiving as I am praying? Because that's what the Bible says. It is only until you get to that place that that your prayer will bring answers. Whatsoever things you desire, when ye pray, believe. So again, when do you get answers to your prayers? When you do what? When you pray. So it, go back, it goes back to my point that faith is a now force so it means therefore that if we stand up right now and raise a prayer and you retain a consciousness of believing in your heart it doesn't matter what you ask god for right now we will receive it it doesn't matter are you with me you will receive it when now that's what, what brought us to faith is a now force it looks like we are not still together let's read one more scripture open your bibles Let's do one more scripture. Isaiah 65 verse 24. He's with me always. He's with me all time. He is my loving friend. My savior. All the time. He's with me always. He's with me always. in verse 24 he said and it shall come to pass can you read the remaining with me uh-huh. and I will do what can you place this side by side with Mark eleven twenty-four? does it make sense now do you see why you will receive when you pray if you believe because before you call he makes answer available. And the minute you begin to ask, he hears you. 
That's why I sang that song that he is with you at all times. You see, most times, if our prayer is actually really investigated, we'll discover that we are praying out of fear and not of faith. Because we a lot of prayer can be offered in a house, and this house is loud, loud and deafening. But if you begin to walk through the hearts of people right now and to check and to see if there are up to three people that are actually believing that this prayer that, oh, I don't know how to explain it. The way it happens to me is that in the loudness of my prayer, I'm, I'm checking my heart. Because once I realize I've not believed, I've stopped praying. Once I be, I, once, because if I don't believe, um, it's a waste of energy. But once I believe, I receive so I will query my unbelief like for example why am I not believing that God can do that which I am asking him of and so sometimes I, I will now stay on a prayer point this is personal I will now realize that I'm not believing because I've not really journeyed to conviction so I will now stay I'll stay I'll stay I'll stay pray unto a point I'll just realize, ah, once 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 the faith has been activated like this and I'm sure that ah, I have broken through that's the end of that prayer he said it shall come to pass before the call I will answer and while he are, they are yet speaking I will hear you know if you can add faith to your prayer from today you will not be able to count on your right hand prayers that God are yet to answer. Whensoever, whatever you desire, when you pray, believe that you receive them. Is someone trusting the Lord that from now your prayers all are going to be answered? Are you with me? Is there anybody like that? Is there anybody like that? Now, we are still on now faith is. So let's go to Hebrews 11 verse 6. He said, But without faith, it is impossible to please God because what he that cometh to God must believe that he, he is. Can you stop there? He is what he is. You must believe in the present tense of God in order to experience the fullness of God in the now. You must believe that God is. Thank you, sir. You must believe that God what is. You know, a lot of us don't have issues with believing that God was. We don't have issues. Especially when we hear testimonies of what the Lord has done before. We believe that God was. But do you believe that God is? Like, you know, I mean right now. That he is. He is. He is able to do all of the things that you have heard God do before. That he is. Meanwhile, some people believe that God will be. They believe that God will be. So when you probe their heart in their prayer time, you discover that they are praying, but somewhere in their heart, they don't believe that God can do it. <laughs> Meanwhile, their voice is loud. But if you if you begin to listen to the speakings and the thoughts of their heart, say, God cannot do it now. God cannot. Meanwhile, the word cannot, cannot be associated with God.
with God, there is no record of an impossibility that has survived God. It means, therefore, that when God is revolved in an equation, we are still looking for something that can survive the penetration of God and still stand. We are still looking for something that can resist the power of God. The, God is not almighty by title. He is almighty by conquest. We have not still found something that compares to him in might, such that when the Lord arises in might, that thing can withstand the might of God. So that's why they now decided to give him all mighty. A-L-L mighty. That's why some of you, you find it easy to call quadratic equation almighty formula. Right from when I was in school, I couldn't call it. There is only one almighty. That's, no, that's how much I'm inoculated by the consciousness that God is. I couldn't call that, you know that formula, right? Minus B plus or minus square root of B square minus what? 4AC over 2A. I couldn't call that. From secondary school, they called it almighty formula. Am I right? I couldn't. I couldn't. No. You can't survive. There's only one. We cannot have two almighties. If we have two, then there is no almighty. Almighty refers to a being that is consistent in victory. Consistent in, in exploit, in conquest. And so he that cometh to God must believe. When he appeared to uh, uh, Moses in Exodus chapter 3 and verse 13. He said to Moses, I am. You know, when Moses, he told Moses you have to deliver my people. He said so many things to Moses. You know, I'm the God of Abraham, Isaac and Jacob. He said, oh, all of those things could not produce faith in Moses. Moses was still saying, I'm a stammerer. What will I say? He now say, oh, I see your problem. Your problem is there is no faith in, in the present. You know, there is no faith except in the, in the present. So he gave, he's the, Moses is the first man that God revealed himself to as I am. That what? I am. Not I am when you will be. Not I am when you will be. Not I am when I, I, I'm going to be. Not I am when you will be. I am that I am. Are you listening to what I'm saying? He said to Moses, in, let's do it. He said, and God said to Moses, I am that I am. Thou shalt say unto the children of Israel, I am. I, I, not I was, not I will be, I am. Right now, if it is God you are interacting with, he can do it. Now, I am. You know, until you, until you relate with people in authority, you struggle to understand, to relate with God. When you listen to boxers, Anthony Joshua will say, Go and tell Oleg Shikov that I, Anthony, will beat him. How many of us follow boxing here? Oh, there's someone called Mani Pakwayo. Eh? The best pound to pound fighter. He'll tell you that, Go and tell anybody that I, Mani, will beat you. He said, Even if tomorrow is that we are fighting, it's not a discussion. Are you with me? There's someone called Floyd Money Mayweather. You know, you know he's undefeated. <laughs> so he has fought over 53 battles and he has not lost. So when you meet him, he will tell you, whoever is coming, just ask the person, are you ready to lose? Because I don't know how to lose. That's what God was saying. God was not being humble in this place. He said, tell them that I am. Oh. That's in other words, I am whatever you want me to be. That, this, is, this is a blank check. If you meet I am, you will have faith. Meanwhile, he revealed himself to Abraham as El Shaddai. That's the Almighty. 
Are you with me? He revealed himself uh, to 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 mm, what's Ishmael's mother? He revealed himself to Ishmael's mother as Jari. He revealed himself to Abraham in another place again as Jari, meaning he that sees to it. But when he met the children of Israel, because of the depth of the difficulty of the challenge, they have been in captivity for 300 years, for 400 years. It has routed in them a siege mentality. They can never believe that they can come out of such captivity. They've, they've suffered for four generations. They grew up to see their grandfather. It doesn't take Jehovah Jare to speak to this one. They'll say, we know you can provide. Thank you. We have been providing. But Moses, don't worry. Thank you. He gave them a blank check. He said, me, I am. I'm not Jare. I am not Shaddai. I am not uh, Sid Kenu. I am not Elo. I am whatever you will want me to be. That's what I will be. And that's why he manifested himself in 10 different kinds of plagues to Pharaoh. I am. So you must be able to appreciate two things in order for your prayers to be answered, for faith to be built up in you. And that is what? That God is present ever. He is a present time. We are still in now faith is are you with me uh-huh. that god is ever present number two is ever able that's why when you ask him when you pray and there is no faith it's like going to the stream to go and be crying for water that's sometimes that's how our prayers are measured we just go to a stream and begin to cry Kai! i wish i had water 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 but you are by the stream so most times when people pray and God is looking for something to make him act because faith can be defined as that which moves God to move. So God is looking for something to move me in our hearts. But even though our tongues and our prayers and everything are loud, inside we don't find a place. So when he came in the New Testament, he said to them in Hebrews chapter 13 verse 7, help us, that Jesus Christ the same yesterday. He said, remember them which have the rule over you who have spoken unto you the word of God whose faith, what? He said, go to Hebrews 11 verse 1 go and read through all of the giants of faith. Remember them. Those people that I did great things through them. He started by that and he said, follow their faith. You know, and consider the end of their conviction. In other words, check out how each of and every one of them ended up. I was mighty with them. Check out each of them ended up. And then in verse 8, he now said, You see, Jesus Christ is the same what? Is the same what? And will be the same. Are you blessed? Oh, are you with me? Will your prayer lack faith in God? Meanwhile, I'm not talking about any kind of faith. I'm talking about faith in God. Please don't allow your prayer to lack faith. Don't ever allow that again. It is like robbing yourself of so many things. So now let's move on. Hebrews 11 verse 1. We are still in Hebrews 11 verse 1. Please take us back there. He said, Now faith is what? It's okay. Faith is what? Faith is what? So many times when we move on from this subject, someone will start to question and to say, 
So all these people that have been preaching faith, faith. So you mean after I've just prayed, oh God, I pray that before Friday, I pray that I will pay my fees, even though I have no hope anywhere. And because I believe, I receive it in Jesus' name. And then you go to sleep. And I say, so, 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 how, how, how do you mean now? So how do you mean that God has answered the prayer? God is telling you number one thing. Another thing, rather, I want you to note about faith is that faith is a tangible force. Faith is what? A tangible force. Faith is the substance. Substance refers to something that you can see, that you can touch, that you can feel. Faith is the substance. So, whenever you pray in faith, just know that you have obtained the substance for which your desires will be made manifest. In other words, the substance is the raw material that we use to produce your desire. Are you listening to what I'm saying? Are you with me? Are you with me? That after every time you pray, you have received the substance. In other words, you have received the raw material. In other words, you have received a form, a form of your what? Your expectation. You have received a form of your desire. You have received a form of your heart cry. You have received a form of your prayer point. If you prayed in faith and then you end that prayer, whenever you end that prayer, what you have at that moment in time is called the substance for your miracle. Faith is the substance of things. So if you have faith, whenever you pray, if you prayed in faith, I want you to be rest assured on the fact that you have the substance. It might not yet be physically manifested instantly, but you have the substance. You might not see it yet, but just like crude oil, you can they can pay a lot of money and then put to work, bring to you know a, a lot of money and a lot of activities to be drilling into a soil that all they have is is um, geologic predictions you know and geologic interpretations that oil is in that place but they can invest millions of dollars in equipment and in manpower to mine and to explore because why what they have seen by the geologic images obtained from computer and obtained from certain design is what the substance in as long as they have the substance they will keep exploring until the substance that they have they will soon see a physical and a tangible evidence called what? Crude oil. But at first, if you go to them and ask them, why are you digging into this place? Why are you spending so much money? Are you not afraid of being disappointed? What will they answer you? We have what? A substance. Are you with me? Are you with me? A pregnant woman goes to the hospital and then they tell her that you are one week pregnant. Meanwhile, nothing is changed in the body. And then, you know, and then they show an x-ray. He said, this small formless thing is a baby. Are you getting what I'm saying? Do you know that he, that woman doesn't need a physical announcement? Once she has held the substance, the only thing she needs to ask is, doctor, are you sure this is a picture of my womb at this point in time? And they say, yes. Once she has the substance, give her time. Very soon, that which she alone believes physically everyone is going to see so faith is what faith is what faith is what it doesn't matter whether anybody has seen the pregnancy form or not at that point in time if they say pregnant women stand up 
both someone that is eight and a half months old eh? and her that all she has is a substance they will rise up are you with me are you with me so you see why you should never allow someone to query your faith because once you have faith even though there is no physical manifestation yet what you have is will become the raw material for which god will use to produce your expectation substance the second thing i want you to note about substance is that substance is tangible so therefore if you are saying that you truly have faith all right if you truly have faith oh shaha i was thinking at least i will touch one more thing can we open our bibles to james chapter three James chapter 3. Mm. Oh, let's do 2. Pardon me. Let's do James 2. James 2. Let's begin from verse 14. 14. James 2, 14. Let's let's follow the let's follow on the screen. What does it profit, my brethren? Do a man say he had faith and have no works? Can faith save him? Verse 15. If a brother or sister be naked and destitute of daily food, verse 16, and one of you say unto him, Depart in peace, be ye warmed and filled, notwithstanding, ye give them not those things which are needful to the body. What does it profit? Verse 17. And even so, faith, if it had not works, is dead, being alone. Now, faith is the substance. Truly, if you have the substance, a substance refers to something physical. We should see it. Because he said here that even so faith, if it had not works, it's dead. So the substance that is attached to faith is another name for it is called works. Go ahead. I will give you an explanation that will bring it home. Verse 18. He said, verse 18. Can you do it? Help us please. Yeah, a man may say, thou hast faith and I have works. Show me thy faith without thy works and I will show thee my faith by my works. Let's not go far again. It's enough. So, how do we know that you have faith? It's when we behold the substance. The Bible said in is it Acts chapter 14 when Paul was, uh, Peter was ministering and there was a lame man called Aeneas. What does the Bible say? The Bible says, and then Peter behold him and saw and saw. Oh, media, if you can help us with that scripture, you can Google it or something. And then when he saw that he had faith to be healed, the Bible said, he said, he rise up and take up thy bed. So faith is a substance that must be seen. Let me give you an example of what that means. It means... You've heard this story many times and I love using it to demonstrate faith. I love using it to demonstrate faith is a substance. So one day a man of God came to a village and said, in this village rain has not fallen for many years. So the man of God said, all of you tomorrow come. We are going to gather together in the village hall and we are going to pray and rain will fall. I want all of you to come believing that you are going to pray and rain will fall. That's what the man of God said. He said, how many of you believe in church? Say, we believe. He said, all right, tomorrow by 10 a.m. We are going to gather here and then we are going to pray and then rain will fall. And suddenly on that day, only one person came with an umbrella. Tell your neighbor, faith 
is seen by your works. So only one person came with umbrella. It means only one person had faith. Because if rain is going to fall, you should ask yourself, how am I going to go? Are you with me? Are you with me? Oh, are you with me, guys? So faith is a substance. It's something tangible. We will see. The Bible says, the same head Paul speak, Acts 14 verse 9, who steadfastly beholding him, perceiving that he had faith to be healed. How do you perceive that one has faith to be healed, except that faith is a substance? Faith can be seen. If truly you are lame, and a man of God prays for you, if you have faith to be healed, you will stand up and start walking. If you believe, that is what works. Meanwhile, some of us will come under malaria and will say, I believe, Father, I pray that in the name of Jesus Christ, I am healed. I proclaim I am healed. I proclaim I am healed. No matter the sickness, I, the salvation of God will take communion, will drink anointing oil, will carry mantle, tie our head, will do everything, finish, and then we'll do what? we now lie down on the bed and do like this. They say, what is happening? I say, I am healed. Don't worry. <laughs> the Lord is <laughs> Don't worry. Don't touch. No, 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 no. Don't touch. Don't unfan. I'm healed. Oh, come on. If you are healed, you stand up and do what people that are well are doing. That's what faith with works. He said, show me thy faith. I know you are trusting God for school fees. Eh? But some people now, you ask them, they say, do you know the courses that you are going to? They say, there's no need yet. I've not even paid fees yet. Make me a person will pay fee, they register courses. But yet, you have asked the person, I say, what? Ah, me, I believe, oh, man of God declared, I believe I'll pay fees by Friday. And then you ask the person, have you are chosen the courses? He said, don't worry, Jare. You never pay. You won't go register course. But you just say that you have faith that you will pay on Friday. Let me challenge you. Even if by Friday morning, you don't, the money has not arrived. You didn't say that on Friday I will receive a lot. You said on Friday I will do what? It means therefore that it can be when you are filling a teller in the bank that someone can ask you and say, I see teller but I don't see money. Why? How will you pay it? And he said, I don't know. I know that I will pay fees. No, faith is not a teaching for... This faith is not a teaching for... When you are born again newly, eh? like some of you, even though it's 10 years, but it's still newly, we will first of all teach you prayer, fasting. When it comes to faith, it's for matured believers. Because a, a man who has trusted God to pay fees on Friday will leave this Akbaden to where they used to pay fees, even without an alert. Show me thy faith without works, and I will show you my faith by my works. Do you pay fees in Akbaden? So, what are you doing in Akbaden on Friday? No, okay, well, I, I learned they pay by POS. Am I right? Okay, so why do you pay in your house? Do you pay fees in the lecture room? You go to where they pay fees. If you say you pay fees on Friday. If you believe. What do you do when you, the first thing you do when you get to go and pay fees? I, I know about bank, you feel a teller. Have you filled a teller? Where is your works? If truly you have it. That's why it's not for everybody now. That's why we stay around. If you, meanwhile, if you read Hebrews 11, they said all of those men accomplish great things by faith. All. Yet, we can do every single spiritual discipline. But without faith, your result will be small. And so, if you must see the greatness of God, there must be greatness of faith inside you. I'm telling you the sincere truth. Men have lived by supernatural supplies. 
Can I talk, take the last thing and then we pray? Evidence. Um, Hebrews 11 verse 1. Have you taken that faith is a substance? You've taken that faith is now. Number two, faith is a substance. Am I right? Number three. Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for. The what? The evidence of things not seen. Now, evidence there, the Hebrew word which I'm not going to disturb your life, there can also be called the receipt. Say with me, receipt. Receipt. Say with me, receipt. Say with me, receipt. That's, I mean, R-E-C-E-I-P-T. It means, therefore, that faith is that thing that permits you to cash in on all the blessings that God has already blessed you with. It is the evidence. It is the evidence. Faith, when you understand this teaching of Hebrew 11 verse 1, that's all we'll do today, Hebrew 11 verse 1. Another day we'll touch 2, another day we'll touch 3. Meanwhile, if you understand faith, you will know that faith is an ATM that you use in cashing out the blessings of God. That's, that's, my, that, that's my own definition of faith. It's an ATM card. It's an ATM card. How many of us here, let me, let me explain something to you. How many of us here, when you're, they call you now and say, I have sent you 10 million naira into your account. Eh? And then you now... You now said, okay, okay, mommy, okay, daddy, okay, uncle, whatever. And I said, Father, oh Lord, 200. When you, okay, then I said, you should buy a textbook, 2,000. And I said, Father, I declare out of my 10 million, 2,000, come out now. Come out. Go and pay. Go and pay that. Go and pay that project. Go and pay that book. Go and pay. How many of us do that? Can I see your hands? That's what you do. You now say, oh, 2,000 naira inside 10 million. Leave that place now. What do you do, please? You pick your card. You step into your ATM. Do you now say, oh God, oh, oh, 2,000. As I'm about to put this card, make sure you come out. Make sure you come out. Make sure, do you do, you do that? Or do, do you put it and say, oh yeah, 2,000. What do you do? You walk up, you put your card, you press buttons. How much? 2,000. What happens? And then you get your card. Faith is the evidence that if you tender it before even Satan, he won't have a choice than to release whatever he has been holding back against you. It's an evidence. That is why people who pray with faith are not beggarly. Oh, you don't understand. They are not beggarly. They are not beggarly. Meanwhile, if you set your heart when you pray, you are praying, oh, meanwhile, meanwhile, God is waiting. God is waiting. I saw a scripture in Isaiah. He said, but ye children of Israel have grieved me. He said, how have you grieved me? He said, you have not asked me for anything. That's, that's just God's wala that they didn't ask him for anything. He said in John, he said, ask that thy joy might be full. Ask me, I want you to be happy. Ask. Can you imagine a father who would say when the child comes, a loving father? Can you imagine a physical loving father who would come and then the child would come? When it's time for school fees, the child will now be begging, Daddy, please, Daddy, school fees, Daddy, please. When the father has the ability to pay that fees, can you imagine such a father? That's why in Matthew chapter 7, verse 7, he said, Ask and shall receive, nor can he, uh, seek and he shall find, nor can he shall be open. And I said, Which of you fathers would your child ask for a fish and you give him a, a snake? Or will your father uh, ask for your child ask for bread and he'll give you a stone? He said, How therefore shall the father give good gifts to them that ask? 
You know, my conclusion about faith was not that I don't need more faith. We'll get there. What I need is more knowledge of the loving nature of my father. I will have faith automatically. Faith is an evidence that permits you to cash in. It's a proof. Faith is the proof. That is why prayers are defeated when you pray without faith. Because Satan will look at your heart in order to hold back. Meanwhile, if you go to Ephesians chapter 1 verse 3, he said, blessed be the Father who had blessed us with all blessings in heavenly places. Everything you want out of life. When Christ died on the cross and said, it is finished, it was finished. If anything has not yet been manifested in your life, it's an evidence that what a great and effectual door has been opened. But they are great adversaries. If you go to 2 Peter chapter 1 verse 3, he said, now, according to us, his divine purpose has given the all that pertain to life and what? God, he has given you all. You need to have a first class in your course, in your study. That he has given you all to pay your fees for five years on this campus. He has given you all to live hell and healthy until the day you die. He has given you all to live life and godliness. Now, faith is your ticket. Faith is the evidence. Faith is the proof. Faith is the receipt. That if you arrive at a prayer point with your receipt, the devil just gives up and looks for the next person to oppress. You know why? Because he has seen that you have the provision. That's why I quoted Ephesians 1.3 first. It is in heaven. Faith is that instrument that brings it down to the earth. And that's why all you need to do is come before God as if you are coming before an ATM and plug in your faith, which is your card, and cash out all of the blessings that God has already provided into the machine for you. Healing, salvation, breakthrough, deliverance, everything you need. If you come in prayer and in faith, you will have it because faith is the evidence of things not seen. It is in heaven. Now, what is the root of faith even as we pray let's go back to mark 11 because this is the root of faith mark 11 verse 24 therefore i say unto you whatsoever can you read with me whatsoever 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 without a desire you can never see god without a desire you can never see the hand of god faith begins at the place of desire that is why people come to miracle services and go back empty-handed say with me no desire no desire that is why people serve god and they have no testimony to share say with me no desire do you know what i was saying at one time i said serving god without an expectation is an adventure in christian frustration serving god without an expectation is an adventure in christian frustration even god even jesus one day he sat down and taught his people about rewards that I will reward you on earth and I will reward you in heaven. Yes, I want you to be faithful in serving me because you love me. But also be conscious that me, I'm a faithful rewarder of people. He that must come to God must first believe that he is and that he is what? A faithful rewarder of them who diligently. Matthew chapter 6 verse 33. He says, seeking first the kingdom of God and all these things. Eh? that the Gentiles seek after shall be added unto you. 
what do you desire? When we query our prayer, we find out that we don't pray with true desire. We don't pray with true expectation. What is your expectation for being in service today? That is why you will return without a miracle. Meanwhile, the presence of God is like bank. You don't go in and come back the same. But many people, many people, God's presence is, no, the closest person I can use to explain God's presence to you is God's will of Babylon. Oh, except you don't encounter him. How many of us can relate? Are you with me? Are you? Oh, okay, some of you were not born that time. Do you know who I'm talking about? Somebody that, if he wins APC ticket today, the whole of Akwaibom will do what? Am I lying? Am I lying? All you need to do is squawk. God's will of Babylon. One Ghana must go. Hey, one Ghana must go. That's the closest I can explain about God. It's close. It's not. It's not close. But that's the only picture I can use to paint. I heard that they even called him mobile ATM. So that when he, he came to commission something, this one life in 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 Akmanande market. Somebody went and bought this. There's this cloth I heard that is two hundred naira per yard back then. This material. Someone went and bought maybe about two thousand. That's about ten yards. And now spread it on. You know, Akmanande market is muddy. And now kept it on that muddy road. So when he came, he was walking. He said, Who did this? They say one they now brought back the guy. He said, One Ghana must go, sir. One Ghana must go. Anywhere God's will is going to, do you have friends of God's will like Babio, adopted friends of God's will like Babio, adapted friends of God's will like Babio, big friends of God's will like Babio, small friends of God's will like Babio, wives of God's will like Babio, husbands of God's will like Babio, children of God. Am I lying? All those associations, where are they today? All you need to do is form an association. Eh? Impacted, impactful, attentive, undertaking friends of Akbabio. That's what happens. And each of those people, if you open their heart, there is a desire. They are not just fanatics. There is a desire. What is your desire whenever you come into the presence of God? It will determine what you take out of the presence of God. If you come with nothing, you go with nothing. Friends, my charge to you is the beginning point of faith is desire. Whatsoever thing. Can you give me Matthew eleven twenty four? He desire. Can you rise up on your feet? My question to you is what do you desire tonight? Let's start with tonight. What do you desire? What do you desire? Some of us, I know you are, you've done, some of us, there's no hope for school fees. There is no hope yet for school fees. But if you check the heart, there is no desire. They are just there. Hey, they will pay when money comes now. What is your desire? Some of us, we have a glorious destiny, but there is no desire. And I will just do my best. I will just pass exam. I will just go to school. If this school is not even compulsory, what do you desire? You know, at one point, don't go there, please stay here. In First Corinthians 15, or in First Corinthians, is it First um, Corinthians 14, or is it First Corinthians 13, or First Corinthians 12? Oh, Paul said, covet earnestly. Covet earnestly the best gift. God said, whatsoever thing ye desire. Can you give me the story of the rich man and Lazarus? I think that's Luke 14. Media, can you please help us and check? The rich man and Lazarus. Let me show you why Lazarus remained poor and the rich man, though a sinner, was rich. Whatsoever things he desire. The scripture is, that word is powerful. Powerful. If you desire nothing, you get nothing. 
what do you desire? Even this semester, semester has begun. Some of us will wait till exam time before we desire a grade from God. This is what I'm expecting from God this semester. Meanwhile, those desires are supposed to be framed, framed, shaped, so that when you enter into God's presence, as you are worshiping God with your whole heart, there is a picture in your heart that should God want to settle something inside your heart, even when you don't pray, there is a desire that as I'm serving faithfully, when he, should he have some, a need, should he want to do, should he want to make me happy, there is a, there is a picture, undiluted, unshaken, stamped, certain picture in my heart, that he will not look at my heart and find conflicted desires. For a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. Let not that man think that he shall receive anything that he asked the Lord. The Bible says, and there was a certain beggar named Lazarus, which has laid at his gate, full of sorrows. Verse 21. And they said, and what? That's the summary of the why the poor man remained poor. His only desire was to be fed with the crumbs which fell from the rich man's table. How? Why did you desire that the rich man will employ you? Why did you at least desire that you'll be gate man? At all, you'll be collecting salary. Or why did you even desire that God will also make you rich? You will desire nothing and get nothing and God's name will be mocked. It will not concern God. You will come to church. They will call you church rat. Nothing will happen in your life. God will still be faithful. Because to every one person, there are about ten that their lives are bearing evidences that God is faithful. You better begin to ask God that let my life show that evidence too. It begins at desire. the final year students that are done with their exams, they are about to leave. If you call one of them like this and say, sir, what is your desire? And I just know that I want God to help me. That, that, that this school, that this home that I'm going, I don't even know how God thinks that. Let God help me. Oh. What is your desire, oh God? If God wants to bring help, in which direction should he bring the help? Should he, a wife is a help. I hope you know. Meanwhile, you don't even have money to eat. So that wife will now be the beginning of your problem in life. So what is your desire? This is the half of the year. By the end of this month, this year is exhausted. What have you desired from God? Faith, the starting point for faith is whatsoever things you desire. Take me to James chapter 1 verse 5. One desire from God is what we'll ask God tonight. One desire. James chapter 1 and verse 5. If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God that give it to woman liberally and upbraided, none that shall be given him. Verse 6. He said, But let him ask in faith, nothing wavering, for he that wavereth is like a wave of the sea, driven with the wind and tossed. Verse 7. For let not that man think, don't let him not even bother, he will not receive anything from the Lord. For a double minded man is unstable in all his ways. Faith has a singular desire. Why are you in Bible study? Bow your head and pray in one minute. What is your desire? Why are you in chapel of praise? Why are you serving God? Why do we see? Why do you pray? Why do you pray? Why are you fasting? What is your desire? You have five minutes to pray that prayer. We don't have time. Five minutes. If you care, if you care, you can raise up your voice and pray. Meanwhile, don't just pray in tongues. Pray your understanding. Whatsoever things ye desire. Can you pray loud? Can you pray louder, 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 louder and faster, louder and faster, louder and faster? Jesus.
waste this time. I beg you. If you have a prayer expectation card, or you have a book of prayers, or you, or you have a prayer diary, so that you can be specific about your desires, nothing wavering can you ask God. Two more minutes. Two more minutes. that God is able and God is a now God if you ask him now he will do it for you now when you pray believe that you have received and you will receive that's the formula that's the formula of faith that's the formula of faith signifying your request can you lift up your face and look up to heaven he's the only one that can answer father of everyone who has prayed in faith unto you tonight who has brought their request and their expectations to you i pray upon this exalted altar i stand and i ask god do it for us do it for us do it for us do it for your church Jesus the Christ. Let every heart desire, let every heart desire, let every heart desire, let every heart desire be turned into testimonies now. Let every expectation return as testimonies now. Oh Lord, from tonight we have made a promise that we will not enter into your presence without an expectation. We will trust in you like Job of our appointed time, we will wait to see the salvation of God. Therefore, Father, we ask as we pray in faith, beginning from tonight, let our expectations be turned into testimonies in the name of Jesus.
Jesus. The Bible says, He said, The expectation of the righteous shall not be cut off. Whatever has been making anyone's expectations here to cut off, I decree, beginning from tonight, that you have had a glorious revelation of God the Father. Your expectations will not be cut off again. In the name of Jesus. David said, I will bless the Lord who performed my expectations for me. David said, my eyes shall hear my desires and my eye, my ears shall hear my desires and my eyes shall see them. I pray for you. Your ears will hear your desires. Your eyes will see them come to pass. Whatever you are asked of the Lord, the Lord do it for you double. In the name of Jesus, you shall double in this month of June shall double in this half of the year shall double whatever you are expecting of the Lord he will do unto you double your school fees is released double your healing is released double breakthroughs are released double academic exploits double divine health double supplies double abundance double grace double wisdom double knowledge double understanding double dedication double diligence double receiving now in the name of Jesus the Christ he said to Joseph I will give you one above all I have given to your siblings that's I'll give you the same thing I've given to all your siblings and then I'll give you one extra portion I pray for anyone here who desires that the Lord will do your heart desire and then he will do it one extra in the name of Jesus in this month of June joy unlimited new exploits every area of your life that you are trusting God for exploits receive it now in your academic, shout exploit. Spiritually, shout exploit. Academically, shout exploit. Financially, shout exploit. In your family, shout exploit. He will pour upon you and teach you. Ancient world ever true me and changing you we have come with
God is spirit and is life. The word of God is spirit and is life. Can someone pray in the spirit? So that the life of the word will be imparted. Pray in the spirit. Pray in the spirit. Pray in the spirit. So that the life in the word can be given. So that the life in the word can be activated. So that the life in the word can be a reality. Oh, someone pray in the spirit. Someone pray in the spirit. Lord, we thank you. In Jesus' name, we pray. Never fail me yet. Never fail me yet. Jesus Christ. Never fails me yet. There is one thing I know wherever I go, Jesus Christ. 